0: All the OGs in the scene I've always looked up to and they've always inspired me to keep going. And it's like a long lineage almost, like we keep doing that. Now people look at me as an OG around here, which is almost weird to say, but like the younger cats coming up and stuff like that. So it's always cool to get that compliment and it kind of just pay it forward.
1: Welcome back to the Late Late Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Mason Real Life. I'm here with, first off, I want to say thank you for coming on. Oh man, thanks for having me on.
0: You know, let me bring the mic a little closer. There we go. It's a little better.
1: Yeah, Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah. I've uh, followed you for a while and I had Aaron and um, Mark. Yes. Yeah. I had them on and uh, we got talking about you on it and I was like, man, I need to get, I need to get mad on. It needs to happen.
0: I listened to that one too. That was the first one I ever heard. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that was like I guess I wasn't really too good at what I you know, the podcast thing. And then I kinda learned as I went
0: on, right? But mm-hmm. thank you for being here, Mr. Uh it so it's Hinch is what you go by. Yeah, Hinch, and then like my social media tag is Hip Hop Hinch. So I kinda go as both, you know, it's easy easy to find me that way, but yeah, my nickname is Hinch, it always has been. So Very good easy enough, yeah. Easy. So um,
1: I noticed the first thing that kind of sticks out to me is you, you did the the World Juniors,
0: right? Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. That was a cool experience, yeah. I went uh, to my friend Quinn. She goes by Quinn, Brittany. Mm-hmm. Um, she invited me along. We actually did probably about, I don't know, eight, nine shows that summer. And uh, yeah, she invited me up for the World Games and... It was cool. It wasn't like we were inside the giant spectacle, spectacle, but just being there and being a part of it was a cool experience, anyways. And I got to go in and check out the World Juniors. I'm not a big hockey fan, but either way, cool, cool experience. And yeah, I live for that kind of stuff. So
1: no, it was cool. And the the music you guys do together, like you perform together, you have songs that yeah we have we have
0: one song together. So what we do usually is whenever we do shows together, is I'll come up and I'll open up with a couple songs. And then Quinn will come on, do her set, and then in the middle of it, we'll have a song that we do together. It's mm-hmm. not released, but uh, it's fun to do live. I love doing that song. It should be
1: released because yeah. I uh, I listened to it. Uh, uh, you were over by the cat, mm-hmm. and I saw one of your videos, and I was like, "This is good." Like, I like yeah, this. we have
0: fun doing that one. I would like it. I like that song. I would like to do a music video or something. But yeah. Quinn, you know, that's up to you. So if you ever <laughs> want to do it, let's let's go.
1: I'm gonna actually try to get her on uh, too. Uh, I nice. haven't messaged She's her awesome. yet, but. Uh, no, her stuff is crazy. Your stuff is crazy. Thank you, man. I'm just, I just can't, uh, it's kind of surreal for me to have you on here. Um, just because like I said, I followed you for a long time. Cool. And then I was like, I like his music. Yeah. Thanks, man. I'm excited. Um, I guess we can start with some questions. Super easy ones. Like what got you into music?
0: Oh, so we go way back, man. I started, uh, damn, this is like a long origin story right here. So pretty much my cousin at the time got me into it. My cousin emma and uh so i listened to like you know old school so i used to listen to you know i'll get right into it i ain't gonna lie i used to listen to britney spears yeah backstreet boys you know every who wasn't at the time right they're good stuff exactly so i was listening to all that stuff uh obviously i heard rap music and stuff but not too much just whatever was on mainstream at the time so we're talking about when early 2000 like 2000 whatever i, I don't know what year it was i got into it exactly but yeah so he introduced me obviously eminem was first thing i heard and i just related to it way more than any other music i heard mm-hmm. and just lit something up in my soul and really ever since then you know i started digging through the crates finding my own in, uh my own sound for hip-hop and what i love and yeah it's been it ever since you know i've been a rapper ever since started recording on uh, tape cassettes when i first started oh <laughs> i used to have a playstation 2 and i had a game called get on the mic and it was like a a rapper game, like karaoke. It came with a USB microphone. It had all these 90s instrumentals and all this stuff, and it played it, and you could either do the karaoke version, but instead of doing the karaoke version to the songs, I would just freestyle my own song. So I'd have a hook of mine, and I would freestyle verses, and then I'd have my little, that silver CD player, CDR player or whatever, and I had that playing with tape cassettes in, side A flip it to side B and I would just record whole tapes and I have like multiple tapes I still have them somewhere down at my mom's place yeah uh, yeah probably not the best stuff but
1: <laughs> that's cool though yeah that's hardcore yeah starting with like old school too right yep tape cassettes that's interesting and it was what was the game called Get On The Mic Get On The Mic you
0: could Google it and you could find it and it was on, on
1: it was on uh, PS2
0: mm-hmm yep on. PlayStation 2 you hear me all right? I feel like I got, I don't know if I've got the pasties or something, <laughs> but I keep, I keep. You know, we can hear you pretty good. All right. I just don't want to do that the whole time.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's right
0: there, game. Yeah. yeah. Get on the mic. That's crazy. And that's how it started. And then I got, eventually got a PC and I, uh, I had like a basic little recording program. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, Audacity actually is what yeah. it was called. And that just came with the computer and I had like a dial-up computer back then. So I had to get beats off the internet, you know, you log into the dial up
1: Beep. and I started, yeah, yeah. I
0: upgraded from there and started recording on my computer and I just learned myself along the way, you know. So do you like for producing and stuff, do you
1: have someone that you go to or you do all yourself?
0: Yeah. So I work with multiple different people. If I can work with locals and their sounds that are like, I'm super picky with beats though. Mm-hmm. Like it just has to inspire something in me. But like obviously Frank Mack around here, Gilashawn one. All those guys, um, awesome. But then I'll just buy beats off of Producers as well, like yeah. simple like beat stars. Like, I'm not a big name or nothing like that, so it doesn't matter for me. In my opinion, I don't have to have all my beats exclusively until like I pop off. If one song pops off, then I'll be like, okay, now I'm on to something. Yeah. Now I'll buy exclusively. But until then, it doesn't matter. I can lease beats all day. And you know, I'm still finding my sound. I've been doing this shit for over, what, 12? Over I don't even know now. I feel old. Over 12, 15 years. But... um See, that's why I don't got the ADD meds, man. My brain <laughs> all over the place. But anyway, yeah. Your,
1: uh, your, your style does change a lot. Like, I was listening mm-hmm. to your stuff all day today and yesterday. And um, I was trying to, like, pick out some lyrics that I wanted to ask you about. But it was, like, it just – the music I got lost in. And it's just, like, I sit there and I'm just vibing out. Like, uh-huh. it's just – it's so trancy, I guess. Like, it kind of – it's easy to relate to. Like, you yeah, know, okay. most of it, right? And uh, But, no, you got some stuff that's, like, really, like – Singy, like, and then you
0: get stuff that's like real hardcore, like mm-hmm. hip hop. Yeah, I'm weird like that. I I just love music in general. Like I love everything from super underground hip hop talking about killing people and smashing your brains. Yeah, and like R and B to Frank Sinatra to the Beatles. I okay, love you get the everything the I just board. if something makes me feel a certain way or like,
1: yeah, you know, I don't know. I love it. I love music. Mm-hmm. And you're a pretty big lyricalist too, right? Like I find like your stuff is. Like, you're not mumbling. You you can understand yeah.
0: each word you say. So, th- yeah, there's different genres, you know. Music is, um, what am I trying to say? It's subjective. So, mm-hmm. something you love, I might not like it at all, or vice versa. Yeah. So, that's what I love about music. I used to get really offended, too, if of, you know, how they had the thumbs down on YouTube back in the day? Yeah. So, I had this one motherfucker, man, always go on, <laughs> thumb down. Like, everything I put out, you put the thumbs down. And it used to piss me off. But, like, I don't i don't care about that at all anymore because music is subjective like i don't expect you probably listened to like you didn't like all my music yesterday I Don't lie. like obviously there, obviously you're there, not gonna like a it couple all. that was like didn't yeah, flow it's yeah. not gonna be yeah. for you you know and that's, most that's fine it. man that's fine i don't like everything but i don't hate on it either mm-hmm. i'm not gonna waste my time and go you know type <laughs> a weird comment to you if i don't like it i just scroll past it, flip the next one maybe i'll love the next one yeah you know?
1: and you know what's crazy is like us as humans you get all this positivity feedback and then you get that one person being like, yo, mm-hmm. thumbs down. And you, that's what bothers mm-hmm. you. Yeah, because our brains you know?
0: are wired to, you know, the drive towards negativity.
1: Yeah. And it's horrible. It's, I wish it changed. Um, so I'm just trying to look. I have a few of them here. The few of the questions. Uh, we're going to jump all over the place because that's how I am. And I don't know if it's going to be good for your ADHD, but <laughs> oh, man, <let's> go. <laughs> when I ask questions, I like to, you know, kind of stick with a the theme and then hop over to a different theme. So I always ask this question on the podcast just because like everybody's answers different with it. Right. So, um, if you now, right. Could tell your 13 year old self something. Um, but only three words, like you only could tell them three words. You seen them for a second and you're like three words out. Like what would the three hmm. words be?
0: Damn. We're getting deep. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> three words to my 13 year old self. Hmm. It's a hard one. <laughs> it really is. I mean, hmm, I'd say authenticity, mm, believe maybe, mm-hmm. and maybe, uh, confidence. So like believe in yourself, it all kind of ties together, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was always a super shy kid like myself. Mm-hmm. I was always really shy in school and, uh, you know i feel like everybody goes through the journey of trying to find out who they are and like where they belong and Mm -hmm. fit in and and that's like a thing everybody can relate to but yeah being myself i turned 31 next weekend crazy anyways yeah so coming from 13 to 31 you flip it yeah reverse it's uh it's
1: crazy that i thought of that number now that i think of it (laughs) yeah
0: and yeah and i feel the best that i've ever had about myself ever now Mm -hmm. like comfortable in my own skin and you know obviously everybody has flaws and things you want to work on but for the most part i'm more comfortable with myself than i've ever been in my life and it, it took a long time to get there but mm-hmm. always growth to be had do you find
1: that that journey was easier like would have it, was it easier with music or like if you oh, weren't yeah. making music do you think it would have been a completely different outcome i don't know where i'd be
0: <clears throat> like music really does help a lot of people i need music music to me is therapy in a way um yeah poetry but it's very therapeutic Mm -hmm. if I didn't have music yeah like I said I don't know where I be it got me through a lot of dark times Mm -hmm. and you know that's the main reason I don't release a lot of my music is because a lot of it is super personal and uh I don't know it's not for everybody I mean nobody wants to hear a fucking depressing song and not it's not even all depressing you know what I mean but it means something to me so I don't always put it out like a journal yeah exactly much, yeah. exactly yeah and my journal ain't always public
1: yeah you know that makes sense well kind
0: of i guess Dear
1: diary. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the start of a song yeah. right there um kind of staying with that like the whole like how music helps you and stuff right um what's something you went through in life right that music definitely helped like like i, I like i like deep questions myself
0: it's funny that you're asking me all this stuff because I literally thought of uh, like a show I want to start that's pretty similar. Just mm-hmm. asking people like deep introspective questions that make you think. Because a lot, of I'm like super into that stuff, man. Like, yeah, I work in a damn, I work in a gym on base at nights, and I have, I've been there for like literally almost eight years now because it gives me time to do the things that I actually love, and that's yeah. what I believe life is: is doing the things you love to do. And uh, I'm, I'm just there all night thinking to myself, like deep, deep self-reflection. And I got through a lot of hard shit like that, too, because most people don't. Most people will do what I just did, work a nine to five. You're exhausted. You get home, you got to make supper. You want to sit down, flick on the television, and you're too exhausted to do anything else. Yeah. And that's sadly most people's lives. And there's no time to self-reflect or think or know if you're happy or what you want, what you really want. And uh, don't remember your question.
1: (laughs) The ADHD is all good. Something that was like super, super hard to get through, but music mm. kind of like it oh, was yeah, there.
0: Man, I, c- I don't know if I can think of one thing specifically. Honestly, I've had too many. I've had a lot of things to where, even if it's a small thing, like anything with music, I just write about it, and then it's it's like physically getting it out of yourself. Like you know how people will take a piece of paper and you'll write, you know, I fucking hate my <laughs> father or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll like scrunch that shit up and throw it in the tall grass and never be seen again. Okay. Yeah. Or burn it, like burn it to the internal depths of hell.
1: So it's the same kind of concept, yeah, of Like being it, able to—it's
0: internal, and you make it external and throw it away. Pretty much, that's how I look at it. Okay. I like writing—that's
1: a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And especially for music, I mean, like in a sense, you write it down, and if you—if you, it's a song that you put out, I mean, it's a little different, but you know, maybe the struggles you had we we'll help somebody else, yeah, right? Exactly. So that,
0: that's a huge thing. That's a big thing, man, yeah, if, oh. uh saying something. and um, In my music, that's my favorite thing because I don't expect people to even listen to my music now, and I'm weird about releasing music, and that's mm-hmm. probably why I don't do it that much because I don't really care as much anymore, like what people think because I know not everyone's going to like it, like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. But if somebody can gain some sort of perspective off of what I said or relate to it or whatever, like I've literally had people message me and say, Like, thank you so much for making this song because, like, I've had someone say they were going to commit suicide and they listened to a song that I made and they didn't do it because of that. And that shit is fucking crazy to me, man. That makes it worth it. I know what that's like to be in that dark place. And I said something that bring you out of that. Like, Mm -hmm. I would never stop making music if I could help people like that. That Yeah. That's crazy.
1: And like like you said, you know, like, it could be something small that you say, but it could mean so, so big of a deal to someone else, right? That's... That's the the good thing, the music, I guess, right? Um, Yeah. So hopping off and around, (laughs) I want to know your outlook on the industry, like, or not the industry, the scene, like, in New Brunswick, in Fredericton, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. the music scene and stuff, like, compared to when you started. Okay. Compared to now.
0: So there's a lot more artists now. And, I mean, different time periods, different artists come through. Some people kept at it. Some people stopped. Mm -hmm. Some people tried it out, see if it was for them, some people it wasn't for them. But it's a lot different. We do have an immense amount of talent, a crazy amount of talent in Fredericton. It's actually insane. And all over the East Coast, all over the Maritimes. Um, But yeah, man, Fredericton's got some hard hitters right now. A lot of potential, a lot of people, if they just keep working hard, have a chance. And I know realistically, like I'm not delusional. Mm -hmm. Like for me to actually pop off and blow up is like a huge I don't do I don't really do it for that now I do it strictly because I love the craft of hip hop yeah I love writing hip hop and figuring out the puzzle but like as far as other people man there's a lot of people that have you know they can go
1: so you said you you enjoyed like the the process right like the writing part so have you ever thought about like becoming a writer for like writing stuff
0: and then yeah see that's the weird thing I think I just love do you mean like write lyrics for other people or just any form of writing yeah
1: like like music,
0: yeah. Um, I don't know. See, so yeah, like I've been always weird with the ghost writing stuff for the longest time because I'm a hip hop head. So, a lot of hip hop heads don't believe in that. It's like, nah, man. If you didn't write it, you whack. Yeah. But then I've also been a part of writer cramp writer camps writer camps recently, and it's a super cool experience. And the way I think of it now is, if I'm in a room with two other people, that sounds weird. If I'm in a room with two other <laughs> dudes, right? But if I'm in a room with two other people, like yeah. that's three brains. Three brains is better than one brain. That's true. Um, unless you Elon Musk or some shit. And we don't even compare. <laughs> yeah. So dumbass brains the fuck out of this room. <laughs> <laughs> um, so
1: the stuff you did with, like, Aaron and all them. The right? Cyphers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, they were fun. We're going to still do those, too.
1: So you did two of them,
0: right? Yep, Yeah. two two so far. And it's funny because I wanted to do one like five years ago. I tried to get a group of guys together. But it's hard to get that many guys on the same page, you know.
1: Yeah, well, schedules and when but you get, you know, when you get older. Happen, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um,
0: yeah, you just, get older, you know, that time. You know, Jesus, <laughs> go to the cypher. <laughs> yeah, fucking take care of your kids. That's true. Well, I mean, the, what was it?
1: Uh, him and him and Mark did one together. I can't remember what it was called. The just a song, the nine bars or something like that. Or oh yeah, um, it?
0: damn it, he caught me off guard. It's Sorry, like something. Boys. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I know yeah. the song is a dope ass track.
1: Yeah, no, I, that's gonna bug oh, me you now. Did you did that on purpose. <laughs> but no, I. uh ninety
0: nine. <laughs> yeah, that's you what it get, is. Yeah, you see, you now. know it. You don't know the name, yeah, but you know it. I'm bad like that. <laughs> I forget my own name sometimes.
1: So some of the past projects you've done, like, like that are something that sticks out to you, music-wise, anything-wise. Something that, you know, uh, really changed your perspective on just whatever industry you were in. Because I know you did some martial arts, and we're going to touch on that. Because mm-hmm. that was pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, some past projects that you worked on that, that you really enjoy that okay. were your favorite.
0: Okay, so right away, like, one of my favorites, the most recent album, album EP that we put out was with my uh, my dude, Keith Lethal. Okay, yeah. Yeah. He's he good now. We back, baby. <laughs> See you. But yeah, we did an album called No Cause for Concern, and basically the direction I wanted to do with that was make an old school sounding hip hop album mm-hmm. with the skits, like just grimy, dirty stuff, and like have a good feel to where it's like a front to back listen. And I feel like the most part, if you like that kind of music, it is. I listened to it today while we we're at the worksite. We threw it on, put on doggy style, all that stuff. But that—that's probably one of my favorite projects that we did that I'm happy about. And then there's other albums like the Rebirth album I did. Uh, I like it. It's a good album, but like it's so old now, where I, I can't really go back to it as much. Maybe because I've heard it a billion times. But I also mm-hmm. feel like I've improved since that and like adapted all my style. Yeah, music's weird. Some music I go back. I'm like, I just need to delete this off the internet and. It might not even be that old and I might have loved it when I put it out but now I'm like mm. this styles changed type thing yeah I'll always put out some I'll have two different songs you might not even know if it's me anymore because sometimes I'll try to use a high voice and a low voice and uh, that's and now I'm trying to blend them pretty much every song I do I blend the two together and mix harmonies and just make it sound like it's two people in, in one song <laughs> almost yeah I don't really go for that but I just I like to play around with my voice but I guess it could be perceived as that um, something in my throat, man. Yeah, frog. Give
1: her, give her a good old <coughs> cough if you want to figure it out. No, we good, we good. <laughs> um, man, I'm just hopping all over the place, hopping around.
0: So, MMA stuff, right? Like you did. That was a few years back. Yeah, I didn't. Well, actually, I fought in she uh, 2019, like right before COVID hit. I Think it was okay. like two weeks, three weeks later, or something, and the whole world shut down. Yeah. But yeah, I took uh last fight, I took it like two week notice, uh pretty much jumped off the couch and flew to Bermuda and fought one of their top guys. He's still killing it too. Shout out Andre Lamb. He's a beast, man, damn near punched my head off. <laughs> so was that yeah. that was boxing though, wasn't it? That was a boxing yeah. fight, yep. Yeah. And like I took that because also obviously I believed in myself and I like fighting. But what I didn't do is make the fight realistic enough into my head to where I treated it more as a sparring match rather mm-hmm. than a fight with eight-ounce gloves, and you can get hurt, and it's, it's a serious game, and I know that d- damn well, but, I mean, yeah. Can't jump off the couch. Don't jump off the couch two weeks and go fight people, kids, if you're uh, not in a serious <laughs> uh, training camp. No, that's a, that's, a, that's a risky thing right there because it takes a lot of training for that stuff. Eh? Oh, yeah, man. You have to be in crazy condition. I got mad respect for all the martial artists around and anybody that's in the martial arts community. It takes a lot of work and discipline, and... Yeah, I'm only 31 now, and my my neck, I got a bad neck, back, and uh, yeah, all these guys are hurting, man. That's a part of the game, but so
1: was so you did
0: boxing and MMA though, right? Yeah, I fought MMA in 2016. Uh, I think it was both years, maybe 2015 too. Okay.
1: So what did what did you find that was more
0: like intense for the body, like training? Oh, MMA is way worse. Yeah. Just because there's so many different elements, like. You're not just boxing. So boxing's like a uh, singular art, it's singular discipline. It's mm-hmm. just your hands, right? And it's very advanced. That's why they call it the art of boxing, it's sweet science. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very advanced, but with MMA, man, you're wrestling, you're getting your neck cranked on, your arms cranked on, you're, you're throwing kicks, there's knees. Yeah. It's just a lot wor- rough on your body, the wear and tear. Yeah, it's brutal.
1: So it it's brutal. like the, the training condition in like more more intense like do you feel like yeah. you need more cardio in
0: yep ah, uh, yeah personally but it's it's different because it depends on how many rounds you're boxing and grappling cardio and stand-up cardio is completely different so mm-hmm. if you were just a boxer and you started doing jujitsu like you're gonna guess it but obviously mixed martial artists you're consistently training it all mm-hmm but it's just a lot more wear and tear and it's, it's physically exhausting. So your mind is constantly going, if we're standing up and we're fighting and then you shoot a takedown, I have to think of that too. There's more things to think about. So it's mentally exhausting you as well as physically exhausting you. Okay, gotcha. And so is boxing. I'm not saying boxing's not, mm-hmm. it's all a big chess match, but
1: so do you think you're going to get back into it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm just healing up injuries right now and it's not really my main priority to get in there and fight. And, uh, yeah I needed to heal these injuries man because like I said I can't afford to put my body on the line all the time it's rough and uh but I absolutely love fighting and that's my favorite part about it like Mm -hmm. that's why I could take a fight in two weeks notice because that's my favorite part now don't get me wrong I like training there's things I like doing better but sparring and fighting is my favorite you also can't be sparring all the time and getting your head punched around yeah if you have, you have a rock and you go up to it and hit it with a hammer once a day, eventually the rock, the, the rock is gonna break. You yeah, know? that's true. So that's your brain. And uh, I've been getting punched in the head since I was twelve years old because I would make all my f- my friends in the trailer park that that was across the road from where I grew up. I would make everybody fight. So if you were around my area and you hung around me, that like, you were strapping up boxing gloves <laughs> and going at it with whoever else was around. And then <laughs> I ran a cool. backyard fight league. That's kind of how I got into it. Martial arts goes just as deep as music. Okay. Both of them, yeah. That's
1: crazy. Mm-hmm. And you so I, I, I dug deep on you. So you used to skateboard too.
0: Oh yeah. 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 That was pretty good stuff. That's a huge part of my life too, man. It all kind of flows together. I love all that stuff. So skateboarding it was therapeutic to me as well. Mm-hmm. Even getting on a board and just pushing down the road and anytime I was going I learned a lot a lot from skateboarding. I learned uh, you know, perseverance. You fail and you fail and you fail and you fail, but you get up and eventually you're going to do it if you keep working at it. Yeah. Landing a trick over 150 times and then you finally land it and you get that reward. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> Doing this all day Could finally go home and eat food. You're like, I'm not leaving until I get you this. You won't leave. Yeah. I would never leave. I would go all day until I was broken, but you learn a lot from that too. All right. That's good stuff. It's good to know. Um,
1: the, like, when did you stop? skateboard or do you still like
0: yeah not as much anymore man i mean get i want to say i <laughs> because i definitely ain't old yet you know only got a couple gray hairs but yeah no uh I, I i like to get on board and push around but i don't do no crazy shit now i don't jump down stairs sets like no mm-hmm. get out of here i don't do that no
1: more yeah you break an ankle no, now yeah, it's a no. little uh a little more I intense both of
0: my ankles over 10 times each yeah like, pretty bad uh ligament tears that's not good. No, I don't do that no more. They take
1: a while to,
0: to heal. I have you a know. skateboard still and I have shoes and I'll go push around. I'll go to the skate park sometimes, but I don't do nothing crazy no more, no.
1: No, uh, like you said, dropping off a set of stairs. No. Nope. Um this is a a way off topic question, but I have it written down in my question uh, like my podcast questions. And I've always it's just like I don't know, it's uh you might not have a uh the outlook that other people have on it. And that's why I want to ask you. So sure. with like, I'll read it exactly how it is. Why is it more acceptable to shame men, right? With low standards versus women with unrealistic standards. Cause I noticed this a lot, like not around here as much, but like, uh, I was in Mexico recently and I did work down there and I noticed like a lot of the models were very, whatever towards guys that like had unreal or had uh low standards we'll say so like looking for an average woman right okay and these men were getting shamed for it because like oh you're better than this whatever but then these women and it was mostly women doing the the shaming right and then the women with like super high unrealistic standards like oh this guy gotta have seven figures all this stuff Mm -hmm. right so the question is like why do you think it's more acceptable in society Mm -hmm. right for men to be shamed with low standards versus women with high.
0: Yeah, it's a weird thing, man. I don't know. It has, um, I don't know. That's a weird thing. There's, there's so many things that relate to that with just men and women in general, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's, it's an odd question, but I, that one's making my <laughs> ADD brain spin, bro.
1: What do you, what do you think? Myself? I feel They, they make it more acceptable in the sense of, um, you look at how do you, if you have men that have high standards, right. Then it's like the women will always say, Oh, that's stupid or whatever. Right. But then if you have women that have low standards, they get called names and degraded and stuff like that. But then when you switch the roles, it's like, it's more acceptable in the sense of like women think it's, it's all right for, you know, women to have high standards but they don't think it's right for men to have low standards. Is that kind of like, I I might've worded that completely different than I wanted to. So you said,
0: what was the original question you said? Why do, so why is it acceptable?
1: Like the, like society makes it acceptable Mm -hmm. in the sense of like, if you had a group of 10 people, right. And you said, okay, well there's this guy named Joe. He, he goes after, you know, girls that are, on the, uh, see, I think everybody's beautiful myself, mm-hmm. but this is the study, right? Where he goes after girls that are on the lower end of like the, how people say, you know, like they're not a 10, they're like a five or whatever. Um, and if you have a group of 10 people, they'll shame that guy over that girl. So like, why do you think that's more acceptable?
0: Maybe just cause like men are looked at, looked at as, you know, the providers and, um, uh, primal so
1: see that kind of makes sense that's similar to the other person answered yeah Yeah.
0: i think that's just it's a you know it's what society has been taught just like we've been taught you have to grow up and you become an adult and you have to get a good paying job and you have to have kids and Mm -hmm. you have to live this routine life it's what we've been told so it's kind of just drilled into our subconscious now I i think i think it just comes from that yeah so do you feel that like in uh in
1: relation to like relationships I guess, right? Do you think it's more likely for like do you think it will happen that people will get together, get married, and have a like a proper family compared to what it was before? Like a nuclear family, I think is what they call it. So it's like where the father Mm -hmm. provides, the mother stays at home and does, you know, like the proper family I don't want to use air quotes because I don't want to step on anybody's toes, right? For sure, for sure. I wanna get cancelled already. Yeah. Of them things, uh, come on. There we go. yeah, it's uh, so do you think it's more? I just lost
0: my train of thought hitting that button. <laughs> oh, that's me. I might yeah. have ADHD, <laughs> You know what? We pretty much all have ADD now with cell phones and Instagram, <laughs> I think not just <laughs> insane pointing out on Instagram, but social media in general. Yeah, we're all we're all fucked. I think we're overstimulated. Pardon my French definitely overstimulated. Yeah, it's exactly it.
1: So, yeah, I guess a different way to word it is like your look on masculinity, I guess mm-hmm. it would be the proper way to like, are you like, what's your definition of it?
0: Masculinity. Yeah. Oh man. Like being a man basically. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so, again, you know, <laughs> being <laughs> a man. No. Well, no, I don't look at that shit at all. Like a lot of people, yeah. Put people in, uh, what is it like a uh, I got no words today god damn it (laughs) placement you know you looked at as a man they have a certain definition of what a man is I'm not at all I'm not a manly man I'll tell you right now like Mm. damn and I'd cry right now if you showed me Monsters Inc you know what I mean (laughs) Uh, anything like that I don't know but I don't know man the definitions I don't get that shit like even what we're talking about like raising a family and the normal way to live life if you're like a normal human in society Mm -hmm. I don't know I've never followed that and so I don't know, man, the definite mas- masculinity, be- being a man to me is uh, being a good person, taking care of your family, taking care of the people around you, you know, just being a good overall person, being yeah. a good human being. That's what a a man is to me, Rather you're, you know, a, w- a woman or a man, that's just being a good human, you know. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess, I'll I just put it all on one topic because, yeah, I don't believe in, uh, you know, you have to be a manly man. Everyone's their own individuals. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different with their own personalities. And even if you are more of a man there's, there's nothing wrong with you know uh having feminine qualities as well so yeah
1: see i think it's all right as a man like as a super like being masculine i think it's all right to cry like all that like you I'm said saying, yeah. i agree 100 percent with you just the way you said it is you know i agree with it uh, i'm gonna hop
0: over to my other questions too many people suppress their emotions and and for what you know what i mean like why Mm-hmm. Maybe because you were born or people people raised you that way to not feel your emotions or speak your mind. Yeah. But you can't do that. You'll hold all that shit inside. You sweep too much under the carpet, you know, you're going to have a lumpy-ass carpet. Yeah. And that's your that's, brain. See, <laughs> I, like, I like these analogies, man. These are good analogies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> take a damn ADD pill next time. Um, Oops, I clicked the wrong one. Shout out Vivance. Shout out Fiji. Today's sponsor on the podcast Man, you got a good good. I know. Video I love. I love that. I love it. <laughs> I have a a couple of skits and stuff I do. My buddy. Um, God damn it, my buddy. Anyways, right? He's a boxing ring announcer. So I always talked about him. Shadow Adam. I wanted to. Uh, I want to do that or like a radio gig or something like that one day. I love doing that stuff, man. It's fun.
1: No, you got, you got a good way with words. Like you're very flowy with it. Oh, thanks. Good stuff. I'm trying. Lost right now. Um, yeah, no, (laughs) it was the heat, man. It's the heat snuck up, snuck up to us and a working man. So, um, who are some of the, like the, the people you've met through your, your journey and in the music industry, right. That, that really stuck out to you, that people that not the ones that necessarily looked up to, but the ones you got the most from. In uh, in life or just music? In the, the music industry, okay. like so, people you would have met. So they might not be musicians, but it just might be someone you met through music. Elton John. You met him? Yeah. Straight up.
0: Yeah, he's my cousin. <laughs> no, wait, wait,
1: Elton is Elton John? I, no, no, I get I'm just the Beatles. I get confused which ones are Elton. John Lennon too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. He's my brother.
0: It's my brother. I love it. No, I love no, it. I <laughs> um, damn. So like people. That helped me out within the music and people maybe uh, like mentors or maybe, I don't know. That's kind of what you mean though. Yeah. Or someone you just met that impacted me. Yeah. Oh damn. I got a long list of them. Well, throw my cousin, Emma, it got me into it. Right. So definitely that started it all. Mm -hmm. Um, man, all the locals around here, obviously I always looked up to like Monarch, Sean, One, uh, fact, Damn, like everybody, like Nova Scotia, Quake, you know, classified, obviously, Pat Stay. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked, my cousin Tom, man, you know, Tom Shanks, he goes by Tom Shanks now, Tom Amelia. He's a uh, gutter trash back in the day. That was uh, a group, and then I eventually joined that group and we made music. I always looked up to them because he was. You know, my bigger cousin, he was doing it even a little bit before I have. He's an OG, too. So all the OGs in the scene I've always looked up to, and they've always inspired me to keep going. And it's like a long lineage almost. Like, we keep doing that. Now people look at me as an OG around here, which is almost weird to say. Mm-hmm. But, like, the younger cats coming up and stuff like that. So it's always cool to get that compliment. And it kind of just pay it forward, you know.
1: That's cool. So, like, the main one would be, like you said, your cousin Emma, because without, without ever being introduced to music, you probably... Well, introduced
0: to in the sense of that way, mm-hmm. yep. right? You wouldn't have... Uh, might not even be the same guy you see in front of you. <laughs> might be still listening to Britney Spears.
1: Nothing wrong with that. Like, I nothing mean. <laughs> wrong with it at all, but that
0: might be me, man. I'm
1: just scrolling down. A whole different fella. Um, do you have any plans for for 2024 <laughs> or the rest of this year, like
0: music-wise? I don't really make plans.
1: You're a move in silence kind of guy,
0: <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> I like you it. Know. No. I got not really for twenty twenty four. I, I honestly don't really plan for the future that much, and I know I should, but I'm kinda more of a living in the moment guy. Mm-hmm. Shadow Paste. I'm living in the moment. Living in the moment. Last twenty five bones give me where I'm going. That's yeah. kinda always how I lived, man. I, I don't know, I try to make plans for the future, but <sighs> bring up my favorite quote right now. If you live in the future, you're anxious. If you live in the past, you're depressed. If you live in the present, you're at peace. And ever since I heard that, I always try to live by that. And obviously, you got to plan for the future, right? Or you ain't going to fucking do anything. But mm-hmm. I do try to stay in the present moment as much as I can. But as far as, far as 2024, man, I don't know. I'll, shit, I don't even want to say that. But I'll probably go real, real hard with making music this year. I've been working very hard. I got a lot of stuff done. It's not all released. But, uh, shit, I don't know, man. I can't keep, uh, can't keep just drilling music all day, every day. It takes a lot of time, mm-hmm. a lot of work, and uh, putting it online all the time and just chasing social media. I'm not even a big fan of social media. You have to do it. Yeah. You know, you, you have to if you want to do what you want to do, but I'm not a big fan of it, man, to be honest. And um, I don't like going on and having to make posts and having to do this and having to do that. But it's a part of the game, so... I'm gonna go hard for it this year, and uh, we'll see what happens.
1: All right, all right. So I did notice on your your Instagram that you uh, you were well, doing a couple, yeah, a couple like the food things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're pretty cool. I like. Oh, them. the food reviews. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. People have been telling me that lately, and I just kind of did that for fun. I noticed Quake was doing them too. That's not where I started, but he does like better high quality, cool ones too. Mm-hmm. It's just fun, man. I don't know. I I uh, I don't even remember how I started oh, no, this is what this is how it went down, right? So I walked up to, uh, <laughs> was it, Between the Buns, they were at Greystone, and my cousin was telling me all about it. So I went to get a burger, and I walked up, and the guy goes, hey, he goes, yeah, you should post this on your social media. And I've never even seen this guy. And I was like, oh, yeah? I was like, well, let me try your burger first, and I'll decide. Yeah. And I should have said, yeah, how about you give me a discount, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> give me a free burger, we'll be good. We're good, we follow each other now. <laughs> Anyways. And, and it was I a good burger. It was pretty good. Yeah? So then I was like, I filmed it, and I made a little reel and put it on Instagram. And it got, like, a shitload of likes, like, way better than anything I put out. And, like, I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, people love food or something. Yeah. And then I started getting new followers, and people loved it. So I just started been doing it there for fun. And I love video editing anyways. Mm. So uh, I kind of just make them as fun as I can, just be myself, and turns out all right. Yeah, the sound effects in it were pretty good. The food's good. The eating of the, yeah. the sand. <laughs> I was like, that's good. Um, my mom got my mom. I showed my mom that one. And she goes "Jesus, a sandwich is crunchy. Isn't it? Said, it's a sound effect. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, dead or alive, right? Artists, dead or alive artists. I guess
0: I could word that a little better. Who would you want to collaborate with? Like music wise, mm, I would love to do a song with Sean Price, man. Shout out Fortunato. He got a, he got a dope song with Sean Price before he passed. Rest in peace and yeah he's one of my like favorite illist MCs. Mm-hmm. definitely get inspiration from him um damn the collab with anderson pock i get inspired from him too like that voice he's super dope um shit method man there's a list then oh yeah though, i mean I like, i got a whole taste for everything so
1: yeah so you can almost hop on anybody's like any different style You know, dig Frank Sinatra up out of the grave, I'll do a song with him. (laughs) That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Can you sing like that? Like like Uh, real like not like Frank Sinatra obviously, but like you know. Like uh what's that called? Baritone almost? Baritone? Like Like really high like smooth and high type thing. More high notes. Frank's Frank's deeper, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was getting him confused with fly with me, come fly, come fly. That yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, I try. I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not like a damn profound singer or nothing. But I've tried. Like mm-hmm. I've always tried to learn and try to use my vocals. I had a vocal coach the other uh, couple weeks ago. I went to a music workshop. Cool, cool fella for sure. And he was showing me more things I had no idea about. He's talking about the more you drop your jaw, is better to make lower notes, and the more like you smirk. Uh, grin kind of You can make the higher notes Come out And I had no idea All this I've been trying to learn it myself So I definitely lear- Learned a lot from him mm-hmm. But that's kind of What it is Learning process As you go Yeah you got good Good vocal Send control For sure Sometimes, Yeah I tried I was really hoping I didn't mess up <laughs> I think I did a little bit No
1: it, sa- no, it sounded pretty good It sounded pretty good um, <clears throat> So out out of all the places You performed What's your favorite?
0: Uh, I really like doing um, The big stage That's out in the tannery Mm-hmm Cap, uh, Cap series, I think they call it. Yeah. Tannery series.
1: Is that the one that's like in the parking lot, pretty much?
0: Yeah. Okay. Love doing those. Did a show there with Quinn, and we opened up for uh We opened up for may uh, in Saint John too, so that was fun. At Area five oh six. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite. So, the bigger the stage with the more people is my favorite stage. That's my favorite one to do. So you, okay. th- you throw like two hundred thousand people, like that would be a dream. Like, I'll always go the same amount of effort. Like five people there. If there's like five hundred thousand, you know. Yeah. But yeah, the bigger the stage, the more people. Like any day, that's my favorite one. All right, that that makes sense though. Which is weird. Like I said, I'm a, I was always a super shy kid, and this is kind of what brought me out of it. Mm-hmm. Hip hop and fighting are the two things. As martial arts has given me the most confidence that I have today, and like believing in who I am, happy with my in my own skin. Uh, martial arts and music is what's. You know, made me who I am. Well, you're on a big stage for both of them, right? Like you're very yeah. people are watching you. <laughs> well, yeah, I wouldn't I would never like, you know, be that kid in the classroom doing a presentation and I'd be scared shitless. Mm-hmm. But now I get up on stage and I feel like Superman. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's a weird uh
1: Switch, that's for sure, yeah. Going from being super shy to like you seem outgoing. Even when you're downtown and stuff, you seem
0: Yeah, now I'm a lot more outgoing, yeah. I'm just more happy like I don't know. Not even just happy. I wouldn't say I'm like fully happy. I mean, that's a hard question to answer, but mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm so sad. I'm not sad either. But uh I'm definitely a lot more confident and outgoing. I'm just I don't care anymore. I don't fucking care what people mm. think of me and like chances are they're not thinking of you. Yeah. You know. But we always think everybody is. Everybody is. That's how we think. That's what we're trained to our but brains are But I don't give a shit what people could think of me now. It's either you like me or you don't. Mm-hmm. And if you don't don't pretend you do mm-hmm. that's my thing i don't like fake fakeness like that if i don't like you you know i'm not gonna pretend i like you but i'll tell I'm you i'm not <laughs> gonna be a, a straight fucking asshole either you know i try not to be that's for sure you know, yeah get get me going or something
1: so what's your creating uh creating process look like like as an artist like i'm a photographer when my process is whack but like yeah. i like to know other
0: mediums so for music um Mm. I go a couple different ways about it But usually I'll put on beats If I hear a beat that sparks something up in me Usually I'll start just creating a melody I just, I won't even say words It just come up Whatever Mm -hmm. Come up with a little harmony, a little melody And then you start writing to that And I know a lot of other artists do it that way as well That's what comes to me most naturally And then for verses, kind of the same thing Mm, write down some stuff to the sound I hear in my head and then you'll construct it through that, you know, craft through it, do a little construction throughout it, but yeah, that's pretty much how it goes for me. And then you experiment while you're doing it mm-hmm. with your voice and your vocals and all that.
1: So do you find like some places easier to create than others, like if you're like
0: outside or you know, on your bed? Yeah, like usually I'm I'm in my room my my room alone and sad. I'm just <laughs> but I do I do a lot of stuff in my apartment. And then mm-hmm. I, I've been getting invited to these writer's camps uh, recently where are really cool. And I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone because that's always good to do with everything. Mm-hmm. You know, get the hell out and go meet people and talk to them and work with them because, yeah, more brains is better. We've made some cool music doing that too, but I'm pretty isolated for the majority of the music that I make okay. so I get in my zone, my space. So now,
1: like, if, for instance, when you worked on Cypher and stuff, How'd that all go? Did you guys, like, write your own piece and then just throw it all together? or you Well, read together? I wanted
0: to write the ciphers naked, but, like, nobody else really <laughs> liked the idea. And I don't know why, because it sounds like a good idea, right? It it's it, it it creative.
1: Like a, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you could come up with some good lyrics, you know? Like, everybody's relaxed.
0: It's because it's, it's, like, primal. So then it's That's creative. It is, yeah.
1: That's true, I guess. Yeah. But anyways, like,
0: maybe the next one, I'll have to bring it back up. But, now, nah, we just... Um, how do I think we just showed the beat we had a group chat like here's the beat everybody was if everybody's happy with it then we just go from there we write verses once everybody's done we have to make a deadline Mm -hmm. if you don't make a deadline then shit don't get done because there's always fucking Joe blow that's like nah man like whatever he don't got his verse done he's like no you gotta have your verse done by this time or you can't be on and that's just how it is his business yeah you gotta work like that And it's hard to work with multiple people. That's why I get, like, boy bands and shit always break up because you can't fucking work with five guys. You know how it is. Mm -hmm. Or or whatever, rap groups. It's hard. It's hard to work with multiple people. But, yeah, we nailed them. Had fun. We have fun with them. We're going to do some more. They came out really good. Thanks, man. Um,
1: The music industry, kind of going back to the industry and, like, or the scene, I guess. I keep saying industry. Um, The scene in Fredericton, right? Uh, What's something that you think – if you could change, you would, or not you, just in like if it could change, it'd be a good thing for it to change, type thing
0: I think it would be cool if we had just bigger artists coming to Fredericton. but just the way it is, I don't know, we don't get too men- too much you know bigger named artists, but we do get some good ones coming through sometimes, but that would be cool, just you know it's good for the whole city mm-hmm. altogether, but for the as far as the music scene, I feel like people are working together now. Probably more than ever, so that's always good, Mm -hmm. you know. And just build, you know. Everybody's got to work as a team. It's too small of a town to be competitive, you know. Hip hop is a competitive thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not so much like that anymore. I used to be. I used to be like, I'm gonna fucking shred up everybody in this bitch, you know. (laughs) Like, fuck, you want one? (laughs) Whatever. Like, rap battle you right now, but. Everybody, I'm not like that no more. Everybody work as a a team is the best way to be, Mm -hmm. especially in a small area. You all have to work together to even make anything happen or get any sort of eyes on us, you know, build as a collective and go from there, make shit happen.
1: So do you think like the whole having bigger names here, do you think that don't happen because like we don't have, like, I mean, we have a good amount of buyers that can host that kind of stuff, but we don't have as
0: much places to host bigger people yeah i think like when they finally get officer square done and they have that big stage th- right, they're revamping yeah. it all i think that would be a great spot mm-hmm. for you know bigger names to come down and we have like you know even classified came down to the playhouse it was one of my funnest nights i had in a long time but yeah him, they came down and uh playhouse is always a good spot too right and it's always a great time a lot of people come out in the city and enjoy it mm-hmm. that's true i guess the playhouse is pretty
1: pretty good size and uh and steve-o too was just here so like that's I, right yeah i can't say we
0: don't get bigger <laughs> names
1: we don't get a lot of them yeah. we don't get a lot of them that's what it is um uh, da, 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 da. i'm just going through these questions because some of them you already answered so i'm like okay we well, can't ask that just keep talking um i don't know what i was writing about that oh that's a song okay (laughs) yeah so it's like kind of break down one of your songs i guess because like i said i was listening to one of them and i was trying to like pick out some lyrics that i could you know ask you about but i was just vibing with the music too much okay um one that sticks to my head or in my head uh is if i just go to in spotify um is is your number one song is need some sleep Mm -hmm. right like that one that's like it's just a vibey song. It's
0: it's a vibey song for sure. The the
1: I think it's the the beat and the way your lyrics are in it, like the way you rap in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's com- completely different from your other styles, right? So, like, what was the inspiration for that? Uh,
0: I think it's just the you know a relation of struggle, and that's what it is. You know, mm-hmm. you're tired, and that's why the song is called "Need Some Sleep." Um, just dealing with mental health issues and stuff like that. So I kind of created the song based on that, I guess. A crazy story about that song, though. As I was writing it, so I lived in apartment 6 at the time, my apartment building, and apartment 10 is basically right, right beside mine. So the couple days I wrote that song, took me like two days or whatever, I was writing the song about mental health and, you know, depression and stuff like that, and then uh, pretty much after I was done the song, recorded the song, uh, there was a girl, the girl in apartment 10 the cops came to the door and, sh- and she was actually dead in her apartment for those two days. I was writing about that oh, freak. So I wrote this song, you know, about like depression, mental health. And meanwhile, like, while I'm writing this, there's a girl like dead above me. And I had no idea obviously, but mm-hmm. I thought that shit was crazy. Cause you know, the topic of writing about and yeah. It and wild. it's happening so close to you, right? Yeah. And it, I kind of put it in a whole nother perspective. even made it more real, you know?
1: Mm. So is that something you perform, that song? Like, Do you still perform it? Yeah, that? I actually
0: just did at uh, Canada Day. Okay. And uh, I try to, I'm always trying to make a better performance, man. I hate having a bad performance, and I always look back at stuff, and I'm very honest with myself. If if I don't like something, I'm hard on myself, too, like almost too much of a perfectionist at times. And I, this is my favorite set I ever did, my t- favorite time I've ever performed. I feel it was my best performance I ever did. I did that song on it, and a couple old ones. I did an old song of mine, Butterflies, on there, too, and... Yeah, it just made them like more modern. Like I'm just a better performer than I ever was too. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that was a fun one.
1: that was over at the tannery, right? They had like the stage set up and whatnot there. Um, I'm just going here, here. So now growing on social media, like what do you find that's a struggle? Growing? Yeah. (laughs) I'm
0: all fucking lizard lips. (laughs) No, I I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I, don't, I don't really care about it now. I just kind of let it be natural. Mm-hmm. And just people follow me because they want to follow me for whatever reason. That makes sense. <laughs> Look at the things that I post. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's great. I do. I do appreciate it, though. Like, it's a weird thing. I don't really like doing it, like I said. But you got to do it. And I always appreciate anybody that gives me either feet, not even just feedback or like, you know, give me a little heart. Mm-hmm. or a comment or it just supports me in general I really appreciate that because I've been doing it a long time obviously and being an artist or anything you making, you know, doing photography and video you would like people to see the end product mm-hmm you know that's not the only reason you're doing it. You're doing it because of the love of it. But if people can appreciate that, then it makes it all the better. So yeah, I, I definitely appreciate everybody who follows me. If you want to follow me, go follow me on Hip Hop Hinch on Instagram and Facebook and even TikTok that I hardly use, but I'll post more food reviews on it. So check me out.
1: <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it.
1: Um, just gonna scroll back up to top. I'm like jumping back and forth between. Oh, all no worries, My man.
0: stuff got lots of water left. I got about one and a half liters in there. I got here
1: a good amount yeah um oh, just man like my brain today is not the day we're
0: on the same exact wave actually <laughs> we really are and <laughs> tism's going on and it's over a here. it's a slow wave oh I'm very slow today
1: <laughs> uh t- 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 man why can't I find any of I really wish I would have, because I had some good questions for you. And oh there well, nice. shoot, whatever you want to
0: ask. And they were they were deep ones. I like deep questions. I gotta watch out how I'm wording things.
1: <laughs> I some, like it deep. Someone will uh, will uh, clip the the video. I oh, <laughs> can't clip it. Um, okay, I guess I always I always like to bring up this topic because uh, when I was in high school, I was. I played football and whatever and i went to the gym like and i i i know quite a bit and i've been going back but i recently stabbed myself on accident in the new year and almost died oh shit so uh
0: i, I actually remember seeing that yeah on your, on your, uh, it was it was a
1: pretty uh pretty scary moment um Damn. so i can't i can't go to the gym right yet because cheddar bobbed <laughs> yourself <son. laughs> yeah i did <laughs> it's crazy someone messaged me that and because i just got my pal right after and they're like you don't need guns you stab in yourself. You <laughs> yeah. need guns. It's no. like, well, guns are a little harder to accidentally. Until oh, it happens. It, yeah, that's true. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like the gym, obviously that helps everybody, right? Like, mm-hmm. do you find yeah. that like it's a it's a release and it's like a
0: like a therapy, just like music, hundred uh, uh, percent. If I'm ever in like a bad mood or I just have some you know bad locked up energy inside of me, like. That's my go-to. Go hit a punching bag, mm-hmm. go to the heavy bag, just unload on it. So you're not a weights guy, you're? Yeah, I lift weights too. I have been a lot more frequently now, just because I'm trying to I'm trying to gain weight right now and get my bulk on. Mm-hmm. You know? It's very hard. It's always been a hard thing for me, but um, staying pretty consistent with it. I don't really like it though. I don't really enjoy lifting weights. I mean, I don't see what's fun about it. You just lift heavy <laughs> shit, put it back down. It's not that fun. Yeah. But like, I I like the feeling of it when I'm done and hitting a bag. Yeah, that's my go-to. Just go beat them up you know
1: it's a bigger release type thing
0: yeah because i really give into that i just let all my anger go you know mm-hmm. so instead of punching people's heads i just punch the bag and it's that, better it that's results. true <laughs> yeah so go to jail i jail. was gonna
1: say no one goes to jail no. yet. um so i asked this to a lot of gym people and i'm always curious on everybody's answer i myself actually ain't gonna say this first i'm gonna ask okay you find people that go to the gym and don't need music do you think they're on a different, like a different level and in, like in mentally, or do you think, you know?
0: Oh, okay. So if you go to the gym and you don't wear headphones or something like that, yeah. is that what you mean? Like you don't listen to music? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't, uh, what do you mean? Like what are they more stronger will? Well, or no,
1: like so a lot of people, like the, one of the girls I had on, uh, when we met, when I mentioned it, they're like, yeah, they're psychopaths
0: and it's like, well, uh, oh, no. It's good because it's, uh, it's like a mental discipline. Mm-hmm. If you can't do a workout, that, just making excuses for yourself. If you're saying, oh, I can't do a workout because I don't have my headphones. No, mm-hmm. you can. You're just being lazy and, and just disciplined, you know. Um, I'm going to get into the whole thing about discipline, but I got it. It's like I get smoking cigarettes. Uh, quitting cigarettes has got to be super difficult. Totally mm-hmm. understand. Quitting alcohol, anything you have a struggle with, staying disciplined work workout. All that shit is hard, but, like, so is discipline. You know, discipline is hard. So it's like, choose one, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's excuses we make for ourselves. I do it all the time. I make it, I'm a bad guy with like sleeping in because I work night shifts, but that, that's yeah, the same excuse right there. I have to get somewhat of sleep, mm-hmm. but I used to sleep in and then I would press my snooze button for 15 and then I'd do another 15 and another 15, but now I got a uh, an alarm clock by Jaco Willings and it's like, I'm gonna give you 10 seconds to get out of your bed, 10 nine and he counts down and then i get the fuck up like before six hits now but yeah it it changed my life i went on a whole tangent about jocko willing (laughs) but you know what i mean that's discipline so it helps you but no you don't need music to do a a fucking workout and the the people that think they do they're just making excuses it makes it better it's more of enjoyable enjoyable experience i like to have music but i don't need it Mm -hmm. it's good push through it it's hard it's hard work See, you're the
1: complete opposite of everybody I've asked. Yeah. Like you said, like, and it, it makes so much sense, you know, because I don't use music. Get a little closer. I don't use music at all. Like I never have, never. If it's playing in the gym, it's there. Yep. But I don't need it.
0: Yeah, you don't need it. It's not like a necessity you need and, to get your work in. And a
1: lot of people say, like, the, the girls that uh, I've had on here and they talk about it, they're like, yeah. You must be so, like, you must have like some built up anger or something. It's like, no, it's like, I just am going there to, you know, <laughs> work so out.
0: Built up <laughs> anger. It's a weird perspective.
1: Well, like if you're hitting a PR, right. And you're like, usually PR, you have that music going, You're like, you got to push that mm-hmm. extra little bit. And then like, if you're not doing, not, don't have music and you're just right. like,
0: it will inspire you. I'll say that mm-hmm. it does. It can give you that extra little push. But like soaking your your mental. Strength, yeah, you're just you know? the way you think, right? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so come on, I call myself a bitch a lot when I work out. And I you're just like <laughs> a little coward. Come on, you fucking coward! And then you, you just, just hit that bag harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
1: we're running like roughly an hour, right? What time we got? We got How six sixteen. Film? Um, whatever, whatever.
0: Okay. Well, I can, go, I can go to like. like 6:45. It, it depends on you man i'll we can wrap it up whenever we okay keep
1: well uh, this is going to beep and that's going to beep so we'll run 24 seconds we get so if anything you want to say
0: we'll be back after these messages <laughs>
1: <laughs> i like it that's
0: recording right. if we get some dry air in here or if it's just me it's dry Working. it's dry <laughs> I don't it's do dry that type of work very often
1: it's all that dust. Damn, that's what it is. The it's dust. The wood and, dust. Yeah. It's not good. And shit. Not good for the lungs. Um But no, I, I want to say thank you for having I want to say thank you for having I can't I can't even talk. talk. You're welcome. You're <laughs> thank welcome. you for being on. There we go. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um thanks for having me, man. No, it was a it was a good one. I mean it was all over the place. Uh like you said. <laughs> yeah. Both both of our brains are Yellow. just uh just oh, everywhere. Just a riot. Yeah. That's how I feel about myself. So you got any shout-outs or any last any, you know, things you want to say? or? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I guess I already told everybody to follow me, didn't I? You well, better tell them again. I better tell them again. You <laughs> follow me on social medias, Hip Hop Hinch. Check me out on all platforms. Check my YouTube. Tell me if you like my music. If you don't like it, you don't have to tell me about it because a lot of people feel they have to do that. Don't worry about it. It's all right. Um. Yeah, shout out to all my friends, man. Shout out to uh, everybody you love and my mom and just everybody. I don't know what they to say. I had I had something on here, and I just want to remember what it was. Because I was, I was on a big time loop the other night, self-reflecting on things. Mm-hmm. And uh, what the hell was it? Hold on a sec now. I just noticed, is that shirt, like... Yeah, dude, another you're, thing. See, this is my brain right now. I'll bring that up, too.
1: That's actually pretty dope.
0: What did I... You know when you look back at some notes and you're like, what did I write down?
1: Yep. All the time. I get like that all the time. And... Yeah, uh, this
0: is not the right thing.
1: Like, I have, I do know, so many notes. And, like, notes are mixed with notes. <laughs> and it shouldn't be. Yeah. But it's just the way it goes when you're a creator, I guess. Your mind is messy. Oh. Your life is messy.
0: <laughs> I don't know what I was going to action, what I had in mind, but I want to ask you one question while, while we're still on here. All right, let's then go. I'll get to my show notes. So this is a cool question. I, I think that's a uh, interesting to ask people. Who is your hero? Well, I could, I could throw
1: the whole, like, uh, what's his name? I can't remember who said it, but they're like me, you know, whatever. But honestly, if I break it down, Probably my grandfather, cause he's a uh, like. If I'm thinking like you know realistically type thing, mm-hmm. uh, probably him because he's been working since he was like nine, right? Okay. Like he left home at nine and he he's been working since and he still works.
0: He left home at nine. Yeah. What do you get? Like a one bedroom apartment?
1: <laughs> no, he he lived in like friends' houses. Oh shit. Yeah. He, uh, he's from uh, like over uh, like Blackville area. How
0: much of a bitch that makes me feel like. <laughs> nine years. Well, it's it's.
1: I was talking with the janitor the other day. Uh about like shout out janitors about how today's youth and people they they think their life's so bad right and the, i'm going to use our age for instance because i'm 30 you're 31 or you're going to be 31. Now give me a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> but you use our age uh, for instance right um he was over in af uh, africa like at our age you know like yeah he was in military and um kind of going to younger There was kids that were like nineteen that were like storming the beach and and whatever, right? Yeah, that's crazy. The stuff they had had to do, yeah. The stuff they had to do compared to like what people think is is hard now.
0: Yeah, we complain a lot.
1: Yeah, as people, you know, we really do. And um, when this happened, like when I got stabbed, or I say got (laughs) stabbed because it sounds cooler. It sounds cooler, yeah. (laughs) But no, when I stabbed myself, um, I grew up in a Christian home, and I kind of distanced myself from it growing up. And I shot like boudoir i shot like for only fans and yep. playboy and all that and um then i kind of fell back into faith and it's been helping me since right and it's just like it's wonderful so i guess that's another one of my heroes would be you know like jesus right because like Shout helps you through jesus helps you through in the sense of like not physically being there but like gives emotionally you, yeah, yeah. yeah it
0: gives you something to you know have faith yeah
1: in and it does help and um and there's lots of good talk about like the whole how needy we are as people, <laughs> right? And we really are needy. Um, we want, want, want type thing, right? Yep. Um, but no, my grandfather, like as an earthly person, and uh, and Jesus as like my nice. follower, I guess, or not my follower, <laughs> as yeah. I follow him. <laughs> yeah, no one follows me yeah, like that have <laughs> him on the podcast next week. <laughs> It'd be crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, for real.
1: But no, that's a, I, that's what I'd have to say. But I'll throw that back at you. Like, who's your hero?
0: Yeah. So I think, yeah, we have many of heroes as, as you were also reflecting on there. I'd probably say my mom and like, I've always been super close to my mother. Mm -hmm. She, uh, she raised me. I never had my biological father around, so she did everything, man. And I learned a lot from her just to be a giver, to be a nurturer, to be, you know, she's just great. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you learn a lot from people like that. And, uh, yeah, man, shout out to moms out there. They have a big job, a big responsibility. They do. And uh, if you have a good mom, man, you're really blessed. So I definitely got a great one.
1: Mm-hmm. So are you originally from here or no?
0: Yeah, I was born in the Fredericton Hospital. Then I lived in Ormukdo, uh, for she, all high school. like All school pretty much went to Ormokdo, and then moved back to Fredericton in my mid-20s. Okay, good stuff. hmm But no, thank you for being
1: on. I appreciate it so much, Ann. I really do. Yeah, And I like the question.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a good one, yeah. I like uh, those introspective questions. But yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Mm -hmm. Good to be here. And stay tuned till next time. (laughs) Oh, and the merch. Get some Hinch merch. It's coming out soon. Bringing it to Davey's show. And uh, yeah, Hinch merch. Where can they find it when it comes out? Just buy it on my Instagram or something. Hit me up. Slide on my DMs. Don't ask me for (laughs) dates. Just my shirts. All right. Cool stuff.
1: Thanks, guys.